0: Make sure you've got everything manageable first. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast. To increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. If you're not familiar with our format well each month we focus on a different marketing method like email or seo or facebook ads and each week i interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you this month we are all about email marketing so across these five episodes we're looking at different ways you should be looking to improve your email marketing performance this year and as gabe and i will be discussing later on this is certainly a year where you want email to be contributing as much as possible to your business because it's just got such a phenomenal ROI. In this episode, I am being joined by Gabe from Omnisend who are the sponsors of our email marketing series this year and what a brilliant content match for them. How perfect email marketing provider sponsoring email marketing episodes. If you're interested in that kind of a brilliant content matchup in your advertising activity, then do get in touch because we have a few slots later this year on this very podcast. Um, So do get in touch with me via the website. You'll find um, a link to the sponsorship form in the footer. Right, back to the main event, though. We are chatting with Gabe today about lazy email marketing, dare we say it, or relaxed email marketing. We're talking about the things you need to do to improve the performance of everything you've already got going on in your email marketing activity. We're going to be covering this from several different angles. And it's really all about guess what you could say is the theme of this year, which is doing more with less. I challenge you to get to the end of this episode and not feel excited about diving into whatever email marketing platform you're using to go and make improvements, because I will be hanging up my recording in a second and going and doing just that myself. So make sure you listen right to the end of the episode so you get all of Gabe's great advice and his quick fire insider tips to help you maximize the performance of your email marketing in all shapes and forms. And then I'll be sharing my take on it all and outlining some other free ways we can help you improve your email marketing even more. So stay tuned to the end. Today's episode is brought to you by Omnisend. Omnisend is an email and SMS marketing platform built for online merchants like you who want to increase their sales, not their workloads. With Omnisend, you'll be launching pre-built e-commerce automations in no time, as well as intuitively segmenting customers based on their shopping behaviour and even trying out SMS or push notifications all from the same platform. More than 80,000 e-commerce brands use Omnisend to drive sales and build better customer relationships, converting their customers with quick to create highly relevant emails and texts. The best part? You can get 30% off Omnisend for your first three months right now, but only when you visit keepopt.com forward slash Omnisend with Omnisend spelt O-M-N-I-S-E-N-D. Go to keepopt.com forward slash Omnisend now to save. It's finally live! Chloe's e-commerce club. Yes, my new free online club where the whole Keep Optimising audience and our experts can come together. The point of the club is to help you all improve your e-commerce businesses and to help you solve your marketing challenges, learn more tactics and much more. We are starting simple and focusing on that core aim of helping us all get through this challenging year in the best way possible. But we've got lots lined up for the coming months and I'm sure we'll add more things into the club based on your needs and feedback. It really is a club all about you and supporting your business. And yes, I will personally be there hanging out and helping you Monday to Friday. So how can you join me in the club? Well, Just go to keepopt.com forward slash club. It's totally free to join. So come and join me and hundreds of our listeners at keepopt.com forward slash club. Today, I'm chatting with email marketing expert, Gabe Macaluso. Gabe is the director of customer success at Omnisend. And prior to that, he was on the Bronto team at NetSuite. So Gabe's got some serious e-commerce email pedigree. Hello, Gabe.
0: Hello, Chloe. How are you today?
1: I'm good. And it's so lovely to have you back on the show because you always bring the goods. And you were last here in 2021. So um, nothing's happened in the last two years. So how did you how did you get on?
0: Uh, Good question. We've adopted additional animals into our family. Um, And you're probably like, what does this have to do with email marketing? (laughs) But I think what's interesting about it is we have backyard chickens. And we also adopted a cat in in addition to our dogs. And what it always amazes me is how many niche e-commerce brands there still are (laughs) that are undiscovered. So, you know, you need a chicken swing? There's a company that makes that. You need an improved cat litter box? There's something there. You know, all those types of things, so. (laughs) So
1: you have been exploring the outer reaches of e-commerce brands.
0: Yes, yes. And one of one of our favorite one of my favorite customers that we have here at OmniSend is dedicated to the care of guinea pigs. And they do phenomenal email marketing. And I like brought it up to a friend of mine. I was like, this is so funny, like you'll love this. And he was like, he like knew the YouTube channel and he's like, oh, we have guinea pigs, like they're the best. Like that is the the source of truth for all things guinea pig related care. <laughs> like I laugh because it just shows that entrepreneurial spirit that I think has come out of COVID and the days of 2020 and since we last chatted and like still continues on today.
1: Yeah, it's that story, connection, empathy piece that everyone talks about as well and the quality of the content and how... You can't just send endless emails with pictures of products out anymore in, e- in e-commerce and succeed. You've got to add that little bit more to it, which is my kind of slightly DJ segue esque way of bringing us into our topic. Um, because rather than talking about telling people to create loads of new stuff today, we're going to talk about how they can improve the stuff they've already got. So, Gabe, okay, why did you want to bring this on the show this year?
0: when I was kind of reviewing the ideas that I wanted to chat with you about today, and I was thinking about what does 2023 look like? I think we're all ready to kind of take a breath and we know that there's hard work to do, but as I mentioned in in sort of our pre-chat, we'll give people, people a peek behind the curtain of what happens. My goal for 2023 is to do more with less and kind of have a I'm going to use the term lazy 2023, where it's like you, you've you already put in the work for stuff. So now let's just pull what we have off the shelf and implement it in a smart way where we're not having to do a lot of heavy lifting, but we're going to see a dramatic increase in performance, whether that's through revenue, through increased orders, or just increased customer satisfaction.
1: I totally agree with you. I love I love that phrase, taking a breath in 2023. I think that's so true because it felt like, I mean, like, I don't work directly with retailers, but I talk to an awful lot of retailers. And through 2020, 2021, and then on into 2022, it was like this constant whirlwind of creation and doing and stuff without any chance to take a breath and look back over what they were doing. I feel like the e-commerce marketer needs a breath at the moment.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And with with everybody's revenue growing exponentially because of the increase in e-commerce spend, we don't really have results on what worked or what didn't work because at that point in time it was whatever we were doing was working and so it didn't matter what you put out there cuz people were so desperate to buy you know i think we talked about in 2021 it's like we get excited that the the mailman shows up or the mail person shows up cuz you're like a dog in the window like there's human life <laughs> <laughs> coming in my circle And so, you know, we can talk about how important testing is, and that's still going to be important. But the idea of actually trying to retrospectively look back on the results of those couple years, we don't really have that concrete data to know this subject line resonated with my customers, or this content resonated with my customers. Because it was just the gas pedal was down and everybody was accelerating. And now it's okay, we should have this surplus of cash. Things are starting to get a little bit tighter. We've increased budgets. We might have to pull back a little bit. What do we already have to, to create? We can't go out to eat tonight. We've got to look what's in the pantry. What can we be creative with?
1: So it's, it's a mixture of a little bit of results and what's worked in the past, but also what did we forget we should have done you know, you know, you end up with those, those li- I certainly end up with those lists of must go back and improve this welcome email, must go back and improve this sequence, or should have added a different image to this. So it's partly about what we know we need to be doing and retrofit into what we've already built, but it's also a little bit about, about looking at the data.
0: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And I, I think this is where, you know, when you talk about optimizing your content, and, you know, the easiest place to start is your automations, because those things we've probably set up two years ago, three years ago, maybe we've refreshed it, but is is it even on brand anymore at this point? Like, did we update that logo? I talk with merchants all the time and it's like, hey, you have this automation you turned on 36 months ago. I was just taking a look at it. It's performing really well. So you wanna kind of just like not have to think about it, but it doesn't have the brand colors in it that you're currently using. So maybe we should update this a little bit. And that's, those are the easy tweaks. We're like, maybe it's not gonna move the needle a whole bunch, but it's an opportunity to refresh. What are we doing as a brand? What is our brand voice? And how do we improve those simple automations to resonate with our customer today? Because the customer today is different than a customer two or three years ago. We know how trends move quickly. We know how quickly things change. And so has our customer aged with us? or are we getting new customers and, we're, and we need to keep keep on trends? And that, that's, a, that's a big thing that we have to kind of think about in terms of how we optimize that content to resonate with our audience today.
1: Well, and I think that a lot of brands quickly put in content around the issues of COVID over the last couple of years and over the issues of the supply chain crisis. It might take a bit longer to get here. We hope you're doing okay. And it, it may be that those are... Though, I mean, you know, if you're specifically mentioning, we're hoping you're surviving through lockdown, then that definitely needs removing. (laughs) But the empathy and the emotions you want to be sharing with those customers are probably different now and your delivery is probably back up to speed. So there's, there's that kind of accuracy side of it as well. So, so Gabe, would you, you said about starting with the automations, is that a case of looking at which one's performing the most poorly or would you start with the one that's doing the best?
0: I would probably start with the one that's performing the best to see, OK, this one's working the best. What's working with it? And what can I adjust and tweak to make it do even better? Because that way, like again, we're going to try to be lazy here in 2023. I'm really going to just embrace this. And <laughs> like, <laughs> low effort, high result. So we're going to look at this and go, OK, do these subject lines still resonate? What kind of content do I have? Does the content in these images match what my brand voice is telling. You know, when I work with merchants, I tell them, I'm like, listen, animals and kids sell. People love to see a picture of a dog. They love to see a picture of a little kid with a dog, you know, and if that can fit your brand voice, then how can you implement that? And this is like one of those tangential things we can get into when we talk about what content do we have on the shelf that we can pull off and leverage and reutilize. So you now have two or three years of Instagram and social media posts. When people were working from home, you've got employee generated content, you've got user generated content, people showing off this experiential of use of your products. So how can you now start implementing and using that in the content? If I get an order confirmation email with a picture of the owner and their child using a product that I just purchased for me and my child, like, is it gonna drive another purchase? Maybe not in that moment, but when I get it and I'm enjoying it, and I need to buy something else for a friend or recommend that product to somebody else, that image, that experience is going to resonate with me. And that's nothing new. It's no expensive fancy fo- photo shoot. It's no models. It's it's no scheduling anything. It's you've already got the content created. Grab it and reutil and repurpose it.
1: Love it. I I love that you're saying to. Um basically essentially we're gonna start off with the campaigns that are working really well despite our lack of updating, isn't it? It's like, yes. this is doing so well already, but we've missed the ball. So if we can just up it a little bit, then we'll suddenly make a big impact. And as you were talking through all those ideas and you are talking about lazy marketing, I'm, I'm gonna be slightly pluggy here because I am an Omnis end user. And in the last six months or so, you've rolled out these brilliant saved layouts feature in the builder which, um, Gabe's nodding, so it was roughly in the last six months. I vaguely got the time right now. Yes, (laughs) yes. But those are now in the automations as well. And I'm in the process of creating myself layouts that I can just, I'm going to use the word dump, just, just add in, you know, a nice little social proof box that I could just add in all over the place. So here's, you know... Consistent uh, menu items across emails would be a would be a miracle in my emails, but I can do that now because I can save it as a layout, and then it's available to me everywhere I go, from the newsletters through to the automation. So I'm going to give give Omnisend a little plug here because that is, if you're going through this process of quickly be taking the lazy approach to optimizing, then this is going to help you because you're not going to have to set up the same thing in every single email. You can just click on the layouts box and, and add it. I'm sorry for the plug there, Gabe, but I figured it really fitted in no. with what you were talking about.
0: <laughs> I think it's perfect. And you know, again, we continue to enhance what OmniSend is doing. And one of our newest features, and you know, this is pretty cool, is we actually bring in your branding from your website to like hex codes and all that stuff that's automatically saved. And then for new users and this will be rolled out to existing users, there's one click abandon cart email automation set up now. So you can literally in the pop-up select, you want a five, 10 or 15% discount offered? And you say, okay. And then it says, do you want to turn it on? And it automatically like sets the entire email up with like the dynamic content for the product blocks and all that kind of stuff. So you can literally set up an abandoned cart automation in about 20 seconds. You know, I recommend that you still go back and make sure that the content fits your voice and what you're doing. But the idea is, and this is kind of, perfectly parlays into my next point in terms of how do we optimize things is we have to remember that we're doing this job because we want it to be fun and we wanna have fun with it. And I, you know again, 2023, we're gonna breathe. We're gonna take a moment and we're gonna relax. Maybe relax is a better word than lazy. So we still know that we're making money and we're, and we're enhancing our our, pro, our our company's profitability. But the idea of being like, Hey, like when we're marketing, marketing is so much fun, and like we have to make sure we don't lose that where it's you know if we're coming up with a creative subject line, if we're inserting beautiful copy and and pictures and product placement, like all of that stuff is to show off this thing that we're passionate about like and, and you can sell any product and have fun with it. when I first you know, my history, if, if people know me and, and you link and stalk me or whatever you want to do, I was a teacher for seven years. And my first job kind of transitioning into this world of customer success and account management, if you will, was working at a dental lab. I knew nothing about teeth, but I was gung-ho into it. And I was like learning about implants and crowns and materials. And I was like, you know, from a face value, you're like, what the heck? But then at the same time, like, you can make a lot of puns about teeth and like, <laughs> you know, subject lines and you know all that kind of stuff. So you, you you have to remember like as we're optimizing this content, like how can you adjust it so that regardless of what you're selling, what regardless of the price point of the product that you're selling, the life cycle of that purchase. Like, how do you make sure that you you are enjoying what you're doing? Because that will come through the content that you create and that will resonate with your customers.
1: Yeah, I, I love that. And I will say, you know, whatever software platform you're on, go and check out. And, and this is not just even an email, check out what stuff they've developed over the last two years that you missed, that's gonna make your life more easy and more fun. Because, you know, if you can go, oh, we could do some social proof here, click, click. And it's in there without you having to go and find the image and do all the rest of it. That makes it more fun to. To everyone so um you know make sure you're using all, all the tech you've got at your disposal so we were talking about updating those automations starting off with the ones that are doing the best and just making sure they're all correct and they're up to speed we talked about um, taking advantage of the tech we talked about making it fun what other nuggets of genius have you got for us on um, taking the lazy relax I'm going to say lazy relaxed, because I love using that word lazy the lazy relaxed approach to optimizing our email performance in 2023.
0: Yeah. So I would say like sort of the third prong of this approach is, is to make sure that your perceived value is on point when you're creating and optimizing this content. And as we've gone into 2023, a couple of the articles that I've read recently that have kind of hit the headlines, and this is probably the antithesis of e-commerce in both of these examples, but the perceived value story is here. And I think this is what's so important. So two brands, both using a 30 year time window planet fitness which is ten dollars a month gym here in the united states they have not changed their price in 30 years and they estimate that 60 percent of their subscribers don't actually go to the gym but the idea is this perceived value and that's how they can get it ten dollars is low enough that people will get off the couch and and sign up for a membership and of course they do upsells and that's really where they make their money so when you're thinking about optimizing your content, what's going to drive that initial purchase? What story, what experience, what price point, what are you trying to generate with this first purchase that's going to get them to come back? And I think that's really kind of sneak peeking in terms of my, my crystal ball, which I know we're going to talk about in a second of the, of the future of e-commerce and what we're doing this year is customer retention is really going to be the focus. We've spent all this time acquiring Customer acquisition is expensive. It's a lot of work. It's constantly at the forefront. You have to be new and exciting and get all these views. Now it's about, okay, we have this large customer pool. How do we get them to come back and buy again? So I think that's kind of one is this perceived value. The other example I found of perceived value is Arizona tea, which is a 99 cent can drink in gas stations. 30 years, it's been 99 cents. And the guy's literally like, if I got into a gunfight with Pepsi and Coke, I would have a squirt gun. Like there's no way I can compete with them. But I can sell you four cans for $4 versus they're gonna sell me one can for $4. And so what is the perceived value? And that's what they've gone with. Again, I'm not saying that you have to lower your price point to generate those new customers. It's where do you wanna go as a brand? Is your goal to sell a few items at a high price point and that's how you're generating your revenue? Or is it for the masses, low price point, but it's all about volume base? And that's where you have to find that sweet spot of terms of if you're a you know, CPG company, if you're a lifestyle brand, where is that price point? Who fits your brand? And how are you connecting with them on a very personal level to continue to push forward on that content? And that's where that, that tone, that voice. And then if we look at that true omni-channel experience of what channels are you hitting them on? Email's always gonna work. Every year someone will say email is dead and then it's resurrected (laughs) three weeks later. Um, Email's not dead. It's still the least expensive channel to get folks to purchase. The ROI, like forever, the standard was 40 to one return on investment. I would say now it's like really 60 to one is really what you should be aiming for um, if you're a traditional e-commerce company. SMS continues to grow in popularity. So, how are those channels working together? SMS is becoming more exclusive, more personal, more hey, let's have a one-to-one conversation, and then you know, there's other channels that you can play around with. Again, I'll stop. I'm going to stop there because there's more <laughs> to come on that. <laughs> I'm like, I could just keep going. Well,
1: I think that that perceived value part is the bit which, if you look back over recessions or economic crunch points or whatever you want to call it we're going through now, if you look back over those times in the past that's not understanding that and straying from that is where businesses of all sectors catch their cold and lose track of what they're doing. And I think if if we're gonna say there's one area of what we're talking about where you wanna invest some time and energy rather than being lazy about it and really get to grips with it, it's understanding the perceived value that fits for your business model. And then I would add on top of that, those messages which you which you were which you were definitely talking about as well, Gabe. Those messages that that bring the customer into the fold, you know, those things which cause them to go, yeah, I've made a great purchasing decision. I want to tell someone about this. I want to set, uh, buy some more. Yeah, I'm coming over the line. I'm going to put my credit card in, and I am paying. So. I think, if you, I think the content piece is the area to not be lazy, which is exactly why you've got to take the lazy approach and go back through everything else and make sure the content is tip top everywhere.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, again, I think the content's already there. You don't have to think crazy about it. And I think you also need to be mindful of what content you're actually focusing on. So order confirmation emails, Super high open rates, super high click rates. You've already convinced that person to purchase and now they wanna know when is it coming. But you can be smart about the content of those things. So are you doing uh, recommended products of people who bought this also buy that? Are you giving people an opportunity to share it directly on social media? What tags are you asking them to use? All of those little things, like that's not hard stuff to do. Most of the email providers out there are gonna have dynamic blocks for you. They're gonna pre populate those for you. They're gonna already know that stuff. And then a social media tag is a tag, you know, very, very simple. Um, I will tell you be careful with social media in terms of make sure whatever social media channels you're pushing are actually maintained. There is nothing worse than kind of finding a smaller e commerce brand and you go to their Facebook page and you realize that the last post is from three years ago and all the comments are just people asking for customer service help. Like, if you're only focusing on Instagram and TikTok, then you don't have to have the Facebook logo on your emails. Like, just kill it. Like, I would rather you have one or two logos and that's it. <laughs>
1: totally agree. And I bet there's a lot of people listening to this going, is our TikTok link, maybe TikTok's our biggest challenge, is that is that even on our email sequences anymore? When did we start it? Because It it shifted so much and it's one of these reasons why going back through everything and checking it's all correct can have such an exponential impact across the whole business. So yeah, love that social media tip. So Gabe, we've talked through an awful lot of ways to optimize the content in our emails. We've talked about UGC, we've talked about being more helpful, we talked about getting the perceived value right, we talked about all these different things. Is there one last piece of advice you've got for anyone who's looking to be a lazy email marketer in 2023
0: I'd be remiss if I did not mention chat GPT and the artificial intelligence I think when we talk about last year the last two years of like okay what lever as e-commerce marketers are we going to be able to pull that will fundamentally change what we're doing and how we drive revenue you know we were talking before I've been in e-commerce a decade now and like when I started it was like we have abandoned cart solutions and now we have abandoned browse and now we have a pop-up like i still cringe sometimes when i hear the word pop-up because i come from the days of the internet when like you had a pop-up blocker because pop-ups meant viruses (laughs) (laughs) email capture and how quickly we've changed the term that term to mean a positive thing in terms of customer acquisition so you know all that to be said like when we look at the artificial intelligence, how do we implement it strategically and remind ourselves like we can only wear so many hats? So, if you read through like the e commerce influencers out there, they'll talk about two way SMS and live chat and making sure you're available on WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger. If you're a multi million dollar conglomerate, yes, you need to have a way that people can get a hold of you and that get a hold of you now if you're one to 10 people and like on Mondays you're packing boxes and Tuesday you're driving to the post office before you start your day, do not set up a live chat widget on your website unless you're willing to invest in someone to be there because like it creates a bad experience. And I would much rather email a person, get an automatic response that says, hey, we're going to get back to you as quickly as possible because, this is who I am, and I am one person sitting behind this keyboard, and my kid has a dentist appointment tomorrow. Like, that's gonna go way farther with me than, like, yes, we're here, we're ready to go, and, like, you know, you tick down the hours, and 40 la- 48 hours later, like, there's still no response and it's not been seen. Like, not a good experience. So, again, when we think about being lazy, being relaxed, like, take control of the things that you know you have time for optimize the things that are already in place, and then worry about the next stuff. but make sure you've got everything manageable first.
1: Oh, I love that. Love that advice. Yeah, it's all about setting the expectation. An honest email about the fact I'm packing boxes on Monday, so I probably won't get back to you till Tuesday. That's the customer goes, okay, I get it. I'm cool with that so true well look gabe it's been great picking your brains about all of this listeners now make sure you stay tuned right to the end so you don't miss out on gabe's insider tips on email marketing and my suggestions for more free resources to help you improve things even further in your business which will include the crystal ball piece that uh gabe alluded to earlier. Today's episode is brought to you by Omnisend. Omnisend is an email and SMS marketing platform built for online merchants like you who want to increase their sales, not their workloads. With Omnisend, you'll be launching pre-built e-commerce automations in no time, as well as intuitively segmenting customers based on their shopping behaviour and even trying out SMS or push notifications all from the same platform. More than 80,000 e-commerce brands use Omnisend to drive sales and build better customer relationships, converting their customers with quick to create highly relevant emails and texts. The best part? You can get 30% off Omnisend for your first three months right now, but only when you visit keepopt.com forward slash Omnisend with Omnisend spelt O-M-N-I-S-E-N-D. Go to keepopt.com forward slash Omnisend now to save. It's finally live! Chloe's e-commerce club. Yes, my new free online club where the whole Keep Optimising audience and our experts can come together. The point of the club is to help you all improve your e-commerce businesses and to help you solve your marketing challenges, learn more tactics and much more. We are starting simple and focusing on that core aim of helping us all get through this challenging year in the best way possible. But we've got lots lined up for the coming months and I'm sure we'll add more things into the club based on your needs and feedback. It really is a club all about you and supporting your business. And yes, I will personally be there hanging out and helping you Monday to Friday. So how can you join me in the club? Well, just go to keepopt.com forward slash club. It's totally free to join. So come and join me and hundreds of our listeners at keepopt.com forward slash club. Okay, Gabe, so far we've gone deep into optimising the content in your email and being a lazy email marketer. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of email marketing. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with email marketing, which can include being lazy or not being lazy. Um, so, Gabe, are you ready for these? Yes. Okay, let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success?
0: Don't overthink it, have fun with it, and in the glorious words of Nike, just do it. And if we think about how simple that advice is, that's what resonates with people and their consumers. So keep it simple, don't overthink it.
1: Yeah, and if you haven't started doing email marketing for your brand yet, this month is the month to start it because it is the best ROI channel out there and that's what you need this year. Once you've started of course you've got to keep optimizing so what's your favorite way to improve performance
0: so my favorite way is some campaigns and these are your sort of batch and blast spray and pray obviously we can get into segmentation which is a whole nother podcast series you can get into uh (laughs) there's your plug chloe you plugged us so i'm gonna plug you back (laughs) so my favorite way to improve performance is is to enhance, one, enhance what you already have, and then, two, going back to the first part, like, remember to have fun with it. Like, there's a holiday every month, so you can get at least one newsletter out every month. Two, you can make up holidays if they don't exist. I worked with a with a uh, brand that sold plates, and we came up with International Gravy Boat Day. Did phenomenally well. Uh, <laughs> And number three, oops emails actually work really good too. So I have I've worked with several customers that have scheduled oops campaigns um, because when people see a subject line that says "Oops, we messed up," people like people like to stare at the car crash. So they want to see what people are what 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 you messed up, and if it's a good enough deal, people will click and convert. So again, three three little simple things that will definitely drive improved performance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Excellent, loving those. Um, Oops campaigns, I, I am a sucker for one of those, I have to say. It's just human nature, I think, isn't it? Um, If someone listening wants to learn more, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend?
0: Yeah, so self-plug and self-promotion here, we have Uh And our mission at OmniSend is really to provide value for our customers. We really try to partner with, with the folks that work with us and even those who don't work with us because there's if you Google email service providers out there, there's a lot of them. And there's a lot of really good ones, including us. But academy.omnisen.com, we talk a lot about starting with email marketing 101, all the way through advanced concepts. So a number of free resources out there for, for everyone to check out. And, and they're in short little clips because if, if you're like me, you have a very short attention span. So these are very easy digestible snippets, if you will
1: excellent and so many things in email when you're when you're down in the weeds are like i just need the quick answer don't i don't need a two-hour video i need the quick solution so um so loving that that was academy.omnisend.com everyone and finally it's that crystal ball you mentioned earlier gabe so i'm really intrigued to hear what your answer is to this one what is coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for
0: yes okay so i'm going to answer this in two parts one i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of talk about what the economy looks like in 2023. What I think we'll see is, I think we will see provider consolidation. I think that's inevitable this year. I think the runway of investor funds, private equity funds, however you're fundraising outside of your your customers, um, I think some of those runways will will end. And so I think we will start seeing some provider consolidation. So definitely advise everyone to kind of reevaluate who you're working with, who are their customers, are they profitable? Are they continuing to grow? At OmniSend, we can brag that we're 100% organically funded. We always say our customers are our investors, so we're always going to try to do what's best for you all. Um, and that's, that's it, it sounds cheesy, but I, I really do believe that. And and OmniSend's not the first bootstrap company I worked for. When I worked at Bronto, we were bootstrapped until we were acquired by NetSuite. So that definitely has a, a large piece of my heart in it in terms of what I think really makes a company do well because we have to. We have to constantly pivot and be mindful of those things. So that's number 1. Number 2, I think, you know, we we talked a little bit about it earlier with the chat GPT and like the artificial intelligence and the conversation bots. It's already starting to trickle out into some of the products and and I know Microsoft is releasing their first search engine and I think that'll be interesting to see like how does that impact SEO? So not necessarily email marketing, but it all connects. Uh, So I think that will be very interesting and exciting to watch, as well as there's some other kind of technologies coming out there, whether it's membership programs. We saw recharges now doing some more things as well. So uh, two main things I would say is provider consolidation and artificial intelligence.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be fascinating seeing where we all get to by the end of the year. And I think what I find most fascinating about the AI space at the moment is, for the last like two or three years, we've had AI this, AI that, and it's all really exciting, but none of it's particularly of practical, useful use. Whereas now it seems like we're getting some actual AI tools coming through and AI being added into tools that are actually practically useful for the e-commerce brand. Not, it's not like big headline grabbing, clickbaity stuff. It's stuff that actually helps.
0: The The example I heard this morning when they were talking about Microsoft search engine was not only is it hey, is this, a, is this couch great for my home? It's, will this specific couch fit in this specific car if I need to go pick it up? Ooh. And, like, with, with pretty good accuracy, they were like, yes, this is how you fit it in. So how do you go to the next level if you're doing, if that's starting to impl- inf- infiltrate product search on your website?
1: And that. That is a big old crystal ball bit, so I think we'll just leave everyone hanging on that question. (laughs) Um, Gabe, it has been marvellous catching up with you. You've given us all a lot of food for thought and a surprisingly large number of things to do, considering we're talking about being lazy and taking a breath. (laughs) That can only be a good thing. So before we say goodbye to you, could you please let the listeners know where they can get in touch with you and OmniSend?
0: Sure, you can check out OmniSend.com where you can find out all of the information about a true omni-channel marketing platform. And for your listeners today, we'll offer the code KEEP, K-E-E-P, for 30% off.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much, Gabe. And um, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It's been awesome, as it always is, to catch up with you. And I know we've shared an awful lot um, for the audience to think about and to do. So thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you, Chloe. I appreciate it.
1: It's always great to catch up with Gabe because he brings such practical, straightforward advice to the table that really helps you improve your results. And now is definitely, as he was saying, a great time to go back, review that content and see where you can make improvements. What can you improve based on the performance? What can you improve based on the tech improvements of the tech you're using? And what can you improve based on? Better understanding your business's perceived value, better understanding the relationship with your customer and the messages you need to get to them at each of those places. It's a lazy approach. It's kind of a a letting yourself do what you need to be doing, but without feeling like you have to constantly create something new. So I love that as just a general mindset for the year ahead, too. Now you can get the links to all the things we discussed and our set of notes on the episode and more at keepoptimizing.com. You can go straight to this particular episode by putting keepopt.com forward slash episode number into the URL bar. And once you get to the website, make sure you add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the many things we share to help you improve your business. Also on the website, you can add yourself to our monthly Q&A webinar because at the end of the month, I will be getting as many of my email marketing experts as I can back together to join us for a live Q&A session where we will be answering your questions about how to improve your email and SMS performance right now. So that's your chance to get your questions answered, get yourself signed up whilst you're on the website for that. And thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If you've enjoyed it, and why wouldn't you quite frankly, if you've enjoyed it, then do go and check out all our email marketing episodes. Either scroll up your feed and you'll find them all or go to keepopt.com forward slash email where you will find on the website a list of all of our email marketing episodes and our past live Q&A sessions including the last time we caught up with Gabe. And please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of all their e-commerce marketing this year. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimising your marketing.
0: Access everything Keep Optimizing at KeepOptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.
1: Hello, Chloe here. I just wanted to tell you something super exciting before we get into this episode. Chloe's e commerce club is finally live. Yes, my new free online club where the whole Keep Optimising audience can come together to improve your e commerce marketing is live. So, how can you join me in the club? Well, just go to keepop.com forward slash club. It's totally free to join. So, go and hit pause. And come and join me and hundreds of our listeners at keepopt.com forward slash club. And then don't forget to hit play and listen to the rest of the episode. See you in the club.